Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Weather Service is calling for a big blizzard thing. Yes, right they are. But you know, there's another reason why today is especially exciting. Especially cold. Especially cold. Yeah. Okay, but the big question on everybody's lips. Yeah, their chap lips. On their chap lips. Chap right. Lips. Do you think Phil's gonna come out and see a shadow? Punks a Tony Phil. That's right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's Groundhog <laughs> Day. Get up and check that hog out there. Yeah. Uh, it is Groundhog Day. All right. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. That was the morning team that got replaced by Flab Jackson, right? That's right. Yes. Now we do traffic and weather together every nine minutes on the eights. Uh, plus, no rap, no hard rock, no sleepy elevator music. Just the best hits of the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. Today, next month, next week, and next year. Plus Flap Jackson and the Morning Zoo crew every morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, all right. So uh, so here we are on Groundhog Day 2021. Already, where is the time gone? They're going to do a virtual uh, deal today with Punks Tawny Phil. They are? Stupid. Really? Yeah, no, no. That's true. So that the uh what is it, Gobbler's Knob? They're not actually gonna be there on Gobbler's Knob. I, I guess <laughs> Phil's gonna dial in via Zoom. That's stupid. stupid. Very stupid. Yeah, stupid. Can you believe uh let's see, it's twenty twenty one, so in two years, Groundhog Day will be thirty years ago. The movie. The movie. Wow. Groundhog Day, the movie. Mm. Thirty Years old. Unreal. That is. As it is now, it's, it's 28. 20, 28 freaking years old. That is just... It's too hard to believe. Too time, hard to believe. Time flies, man. I'll not believe it. You'll not... Mm. Wait. I, I'll not believe it. But you just said it yourself. No, I, it's a lie. I just lied. Oh, hello, Joe <clears throat> Biden. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, it's only five years old. <clears throat> that oh. movie. Yeah, happened five years ago. Wow. Feels like it. Feels like it yeah. just... It feels like I just watched it for the first time in a movie theater. Uh, How many times have you watched that oh, movie? Oh, I don't know. I can't even count. So many. I don't know, 30 probably. And it's, you know, every, it's a tradition that every year on this day I, I watch it again. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's your big mm-hmm. plan for the day? It's my plan for the day. I'm going to watch, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to watch Groundhog Day, the movie. Feel? Sorry. Ned! <laughs> so great. Such a great movie. <clears throat> Maybe the best of all time, frankly. Maybe the best of all time. Mm. Uh, all right. 888 Back in the day when we thought <clears throat> things were really bad under Bill Clinton. Remember that? In 1993, uh, we thought we had it really bad. Uh, Bill Clinton was president. I was pissed off about it. Wow. 
how naive I was. Feels like nostalgia now. Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> Bill Clinton. You just uh, you pine for those days. I seriously, I <clears throat> just over the weekend watched the Peyton Manning ESPN Plus uh, show where he had Bill Clinton on as a guest. Yeah. And I'm like you. I couldn't stand him back in the 90s. Oh, and now I look at him like, oh, simpler times. Oh, oh, he's like your dad or take something. Take me back You're to the like, cigar in the yes, White House, please. Yes! Seriously. 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 Compared to me, what's going on right now? Give me the Monica oh. Lewinsky scandal all day compared all day, to Marxism day. in my face. Yep. Oh. Marxism, oppression, uh, removing free, free speech. I mean, the things we're up against now, ugh, 1993 doesn't even compare. Doesn't compare. Those were great times. He was, Bill Clinton was Barry Goldwater compared to what we've got going on today. <laughs> yes. I mean. Seriously. You know? Could Bill Clinton, I know we've asked this before, it's been a while, could he get elected today with no, his policies? Not, not in his 1990 policies. Not no a way. chance. There's no chance of that. Think of some of the Zero. stuff, man, that he talked about oh, the era, uh, big government is over. They redid welfare. Right, right. He referred to illegal aliens mm. as illegal aliens. Yeah. None I, of that would happen today. None of that's acceptable today. Plus, her stance on abortion was much less extreme. Mm -hmm. You know, the, I think they would have treated a baby who was born uh, instead of aborted, uh, born alive. I, I think they treat that baby today, or back in 1993. Today, no way that would they do that. Today, their policy is, yeah, let it die. I mean, it's it's really staggering what's happened to the Democrat Party. Oh, but it's the Republicans who've gotten so extreme. They're the ones who are such kooks. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, by the way, did we mention this yesterday? Joe Biden has has signed. 42 executive orders in 10 days. Now, Keith did a little math yesterday. Uh, so that's 4.2 per day. 4.2 executive orders per day. He's on pace to sign, if this continues, 6,136 executive orders in four years. Is now, that a lot? Seems like a lot to me. 6, yeah, 000. seems like a lot. The current executive order record holder is FDR. Uh, at 3,721, so that would almost double FDR, in four years. Now, that's 3,721 <laughs> in 12 years. <laughs> if Biden were to serve for 12 years, at this pace, he would sign 18,000 executive orders. Madness. <laughs> Madness. Jeez. He's on a six times the pace, right, as FDR then. Yes. I just... Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump signed 220 in four years. 220. Barack Obama, 276. George W. Bush, 291. Bill Clinton, 364. Uh, George H. W. Bush, 166. So other than H. W. Bush, Donald Trump signed the fewest executive orders. And he was such a tyrant. He was... Such a fascist. Really? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. The the left constantly said that about Trump, mm. but yet at the same time he wasn't doing enough in things like oh, COVID yeah. and stuff. So I which right. which is it, man? Right. Ugh. Yeah, they were continually uh accusing him of being a dictator or a tyrant of some sort. 
and yet they wanted him to clamp down and make all these decisions on on covid to lock down the country and to mandate everything really amazing uh i was reading some uh headlines yesterday about trump's uh attorney team for the for the impeachment trial Mm -hmm. and you know he lost i don't know five lawyers over the weekend and got two other lawyers, I guess, uh, brand new lawyers to represent him. And one of the lawyers represented Roger Stone. This was the big headline that was supposed to, I, I guess, amaze and shock people. Uh, one of his lawyers also represented Roger Stone and believes that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <clears throat> okay, he represented Roger Stone. Uh, I'm not a big Roger Stone fan, but are there certain American citizens who don't deserve justice? Is that what we're expected to believe from the media now? We should make them represent themselves because no lawyer will represent them? I mean, that's an asinine implication. Just asinine. That he's somehow, this lawyer is somehow bad because he represented a client who's not popular. I mean, how many lawyers have, have to do that? I mean, John, All of them. John Adams represented the, the British. British soldiers in yeah. the Boston Massacre. Right. And get this. He believes Jeffrey Epstein wasn't uh, was killed. Oh, you mean like 45% of all Americans? <laughs> Jeez. Like there wasn't anything fishy about Jeffrey Epstein's death. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's bizarre. How many people were reading that going, oh my gosh. Yeah. Guy defended Roger Stone. Oh, I'm with this writer of this article. Oh, wait. Oh, no, I actually am with with the uh, attorney here. Uh, If he believes what I believe about Jeffrey Epstein. Right. I mean, how many Americans? (laughs) Every American I know believes Jeffrey Epstein was killed. (laughs) I mean, not everybody believes it was Hillary Clinton that did it. Or that paid somebody to do it, mm-hmm. but somebody... Yeah, it was probably her. Somebody snuck in there and killed him. I mean, it's just... Uh, there's there's just too many... Too many uh, shady things that occurred uh, during that period of time to where... I mean, I, I believe Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Do you? I'm absolutely, I'm with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the evidence is... Oof. It's kind of... Uh, it's kind of silly to believe he he did commit suicide. I think, based on everything that happened all at once, every everything that happened was a coincidence. Okay, they didn't. They were supposed to check on him every fifteen minutes. They didn't check on him for eight hours. Well, the cameras probably caught all the bad stuff. That was no, happening. the cameras were all out. Uh, oh, by the way, his 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 cellmate was moved uh, just at like an hour or two before okay. uh, he died. But it's not like. There had been attempts on his life in the past. Yeah, he, he was just saying that somebody tried to kill him a week prior to that. Right. Okay. All right, Mr. Circumstantial. I got it. <laughs> and by the way, they were supposed to have, was it tearaway uh, bed sheets or something right, to that right, effect right. when you're on suicide watch? And they didn't. So just, I'm sure it's all a bunch of coins. But it's not like he had upset people in high places that maybe he no, had dirt right. on, Except like for, maybe a former president or something. Yeah, like uh, 
hundreds of people who are in high power positions. Which I would like to point out that we're alluding to the Clintons as potentially having an involvement in the death of an American citizen. <clears throat> Yet those are the simpler times that we pined for 10 minutes ago. <laughs> That's how far we've fallen in this country. We want that presidency back. Jeez. <laughs> Sad. Uh... And let's not forget the jail itself. Yeah. Uh... They hadn't had a, a successful suicide attempt in the last 45 years. 45 years. But then all of a sudden, Jeffrey Epstein? Hmm, all right. Look, man. Pretty when, weird. Yeah. When you want to get her done, you find a way. And he found a <laughs> and way he found against a way. all odds. He sure did. Talented uh, suicide artist. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393, also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Keith tweeted out something yesterday. Oh, yeah, Sunday, right? Uh, well, okay, on Sunday. Yeah, is this the bar thing? Yeah, the, oh. no, the, yeah, okay, you were in a bar? Yeah. The, okay. I was at main event, letting my kids run around and enjoy life. So, there's a little issue yeah. with the change you received back when, yeah. you, when you paid for your... <laughs> Your tab. By the way, so it cost seven dollars and eighty nine cents for a beer at main event, which is a crime what? in of itself. <laughs> what? That's wait for one beer. Yeah, the receipts right there. I actually looked. Okay, this yeah, up. it said it said seven eighty nine, but I thought that was like oh. your, your meal or something. Yeah, right. That's one beer. Uh, of course. So okay, so wow. I'm sitting there waiting for the kids to play, right? And and for the record, it cost nine dollars for a beer at Dallas Cowboys Stadium. For comparison. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this place. So, wow. And and this has happened before where you'll get your change back cuz I pay cash mm-hmm. and they they shortchange you the penny or two that they might owe you. Okay? So mm-hmm. that's what happened with this individual didn't give me my full change. And that's becoming a real issue. So It it really upsets me. I mean, that's that's It should. It's theft. That's theft. It's Thank theft. you. Now, I hate pennies. I don't want to get pennies. But if you owe me pennies, I want you to get my permission to shortchange me those pennies. But that's happening a lot. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We're short on pennies. Do you mind if we just keep the two cents? No. Go ahead. Yep. I would have said, sure. That's fine, dude. But if they just shortchange you, that's a different deal. They don't even ask. Yeah. They've stolen two cents from you. Thank you. And, And it's a principle of the thing. And it also affected his tip, I will say, because... Because oh, you didn't really? say anything to you. Really? You're going to shortchange me? Well, I'm going to shortchange you. And American society <laughs> think, rolls along. I think that's fair. But see, now you go through the Chick-fil-A drive through and it's just the opposite these days. They're rounding up. So where this guy owed me twelve eleven and only gave me back $12.10, if that had happened in the Chick-fil-A drive through they would have given me $12.15. Because they're awesome. Oh. Yeah, they, yes. But that really... Because they're short on pennies, and so they just skip the pennies, but they give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. That's a great business yeah. that does that. Now, if the Chick-fil-A employee's drawer is like 50 bucks short at the end of the day, yeah, a lot of rounding up today. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, does that not happen to anybody? Everybody else that I, I've... you know, it doesn't happen about, to me because I never use Don't use cash. cash. Right. I just never have cash. I'm telling you, man, this is becoming... An epi- I don't know if it's lazy. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a coin shortage. It's so much as that, yeah, whatever. 
So have a lot of people gone through this? Uh, uh, first of all, a lot of people don't use cash. But if you use cash, have you noticed this same phenomenon where they don't even ask you, they just shortchange you? I'd like to hear from, from people who've been shortchanged because that's just wrong. Yeah. It's just wrong. And this is the one time that I haven't called them out on it. This time I was just like, eh, whatever. I'll just lessen the tip. But normally you'll say something and they'll be like, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, sorry, I messed up. Ha, ha, ha. And they act like it was a mistake. Right. Nobody ever owns up to, oh, you really want a penny, dude? <laughs> it would It would just be nice to say, yeah, we're. oh, I'm sorry. We're short on, I probably should have asked. We're short on pennies. We're, we're, we're in a coin shortage. And uh, I should have asked if you minded if yeah. I shortchanged you a penny. But you didn't. But you didn't. So it sucks for you when I get up from this bar and there's a lot less money on the table than would have been if you had just, I don't know, done right to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that's just plain wrong. That's Thank just you. plain wrong Thank to do you. it that way. I'm glad that you're on my side for I a am. change. Yeah. No, I'm on your side on this. All right. Uh that's stupid business. It is. Really. It's stupid business. Yeah. And and by the way, I did tag main event in this tweet, have yet to hear back uh, almost forty eight hours later. And I mean, you know, it's it's a couple of pennies to the to the company to main event. It's worth it to give the customer an extra four cents or whatever it would have been. Who just charged me? Yeah, for a beer. Right. I could have gone and got a seven eighty nine for a beer Kroger right? for less. Yes, yes. Especially, it's you, you cut into their profit margin by three cents. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, when you're charging that kind of money for a beer? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, I understand. Well, we'll tell we'll tell you about uh, Fauci's latest on masks in uh, oh, just a second. Uh, but first, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Real estate agents I trust is Glenn's company, and so he's got people who closely vet these realtors and make sure that they're going to do a great job for you. They've got great track records. Uh, they have great marketing plans. They're not just going to count on an open house every single weekend so that you can keep your house completely spotless every single day just in case somebody comes to see your house. Uh, they know how to advise you on whether or not to repaint your house or whether to change the countertops out or your flooring or whatever the case may be. They know what buyers are looking for. And my favorite thing is they're fans of the show. And so you're going to have a lot in common with them when you're going around looking for homes or they're coming to your home and bringing people through. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really kind of says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. How many positions has uh, has uh, Saint Fauci of DCC had on masks? Uh, first of all, it was masks aren't necessary, right? Then it was no, no, no. You got to wear a mask. Then, yeah, uh, two two masks m- might be good. And now it's it's this. Here's what he just said about masks. There are many people who feel you know if you really want to have an extra little uh, bit of protection, maybe I should put two masks on. There's nothing wrong with that, 
but there's no oh, data that indicates mm-hmm. that that is going to make a difference. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> so it's hard to keep up with yeah. his changing positions. Um, don't wear a mask. Yes, you do need to wear a mask. What about two masks? Well, it might help. Uh, no, there's no data to indicate it does help. So, But go ahead and wear them, but it's just not going to do you any good. <laughs> and, He's taking both sides on everything. I remember yesterday, Sneaky Biscuit uh, made us aware of that NBC doctor who says, yeah, go with four. Four That's masks. Right. Which we said, when will that happen? And it had already It happened, happened already. It had already happened. So will we be at five by week's end? <sighs> Probably. By the way, uh, there was a mask expert that was just saying how stupid it is to wear multiple masks. Because the point of entry isn't right in front of you. It's where it fits on your face. Uh huh. That's where the stuff gets through. Is right through to here and here. Because it doesn't fit snugly on your right. face. You know, it's not a gas mask. You're not wearing something that's going to totally protect you and seal out all the juices. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're back to the juice seal? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. If you, so if you want to seal out all the juices, wear a gas mask. Okay? And I challenge you to do that, to go into Kroger next uh, next week with a gas mask. Yeah, m- while you're in there, pick me up a six-pack of Blue Moon. And then you can take it, take to, it to the main, the main event. event. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, because uh, you said that this doctor was talking about the analogy was goggles, right? Yeah. Yeah, because goggles, where, do, where does... Where does it leak? Where does it leak? I mean, it doesn't leak out the lenses uh-huh. it leaks out the fit so that's huh. what happens uh with the germs as well and the juices germs and juices good morning it does it does very little good <laughs> also fauci uh has um shared his genius with us on uh, kids and mm. when they should be vaccinated mm-hmm. uh he sees vaccination for kids by late spring or summertime now are you gonna get? You're not gonna get your kids vaccinated, obviously, right? That, there's not a chance. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think so. None of us. So the guy, and I, frankly, I don't really see the need for it, mm-hmm. a, at least in small children. Now maybe when they get to, I don't know, late teens or early twenties, they become young adults. You might want to consider it because more young adults have gotten sick with this, but. Why vaccinate young kids who are not getting the disease? And even if they get it, they don't have any problem with it. Yeah, this is... Okay, thanks for the... This is one of those thanks for the info, Doc. What They're, is it? Yeah. And the vaccine is not even approved yet for kids, by the way. Uh, but testing is already underway for those as young as 12. If those trials are successful, Fauci said they'd be followed by another round of testing down to nine years old. Wow. Leave well, then, the kids alone. Do you remember the story we had either yesterday or the day before about a baby dying from the vaccine? Oh, remember that? Yeah. And, we, and I, I said, why are you even vaccinating that's a right. baby? Gosh. Huh. huh. Uh, that's really strange. All right. 888 uh, 900 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. When will it end? When will the COVID nonsense end? doesn't seem to be any end in sight even though hospitalizations are way down uh infections are down so what they're talking about now are the the deaths the death toll right now because it it lags behind all the infections and the hospitalizations so they don't want to focus on the positives like 
oh, wait, looks like, you know, we might be recovering from this a little bit, and right. maybe we're on the upswing. And so all of these deaths from the last 13 days, they are uh, blood on Joe Biden's hands, correct? Right. So he is responsible for all of these deaths as long as he's been president. <clears throat> so just don't forget. Of course, that's not the case. Uh, I've heard zero reports on how Biden is culpable for anything. I mean, this is still all Trump's problem, according to the media. Um, but Biden lied. It's trending on Twitter. As critics demand the uh, $2,000 stimulus checks he promised during the campaign, because now they're talking about shortchanging people. Just like main event did to you, uh, Keith, <laughs> right. Joe Biden wants to do to the American people. He's been uh, in office 10 days now, right? Signing 42 executive orders and uh, memoranda covering everything from climate change to transgender rights to COVID-19. But apparently he was too busy to start making efforts to make good on one of his key campaign promises. And this is what people are waiting for the most, no doubt. <clears throat> Especially people who've been out of work. People are struggling to make ends meet or pay their rent or mortgage. He's He hasn't done anything about the $2,000 to Americans yet because mm -hmm. that's what he promised everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to do the $2,000 uh, because you're hurting from the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Trump wanted to do. That's how they won the two Georgia Senate seats because that was the promise, right? Yeah, his promise, $600, he tweeted out, is simply not enough when you have to choose between paying rent or putting food on the table. We need $2,000 stimulus checks. Oh, wow. That's pretty clear, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, seems like it. Okay, so where is it? In a campaign to Georgia to uh, help the two Democrat candidates there in early January, Biden made new stimulus checks a central promise, telling Georgia voters they'd be getting $2,000 payments if the Democrats won the Senate runoff elections. During a speech in Atlanta... He promised that money will go out the door immediately. That two thousand, <clears throat> the two thousand dollar stimulus check going right out because to help people who are this, in real trouble. At this point, we had already gotten six hundred, right? And mm. so he's saying an additional two thousand. I mean, that's how it's worded, not mm. only in the tweet but in the speech. Huh? Huh? Instead, uh, nope, nothing. Oh. Americans uh, aren't happy. And over the weekend, some took to Twitter to complain using the hashtag uh, Biden lied. <clears throat> Didn't take long for that to start trending. The complaints came after the Democrat Party posted a tweet outlining Biden's new plan to distribute $1,400 stimulus checks. Wait, what happened to the... He's taking off the $600 that you were promised. Oh, so uh, he's you. using Trump 600 <clears throat> and saying, yep. I only owe you 1400 now. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he's going to build. <laughs> POTUS will build on the $600 down payment we'll provided by Congress it. last year, sending an additional $1,400 to households across America, totaling direct payments of $2,000 per person. That was a uh, DNC tweet. So they are. They're, they're claiming that the $600 was a down payment. <clears throat> now we owe you $1,400 more. Plus a penny. <laughs> Plus the penny that, I'm not letting that, go. that uh, Keith lost mm -hmm. at main event. But that's not what he promised, though. He didn't promise 1400 He promised $2,000. Unbelievable. So he's he's reneging on this. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and those, those so far, you haven't gotten the 1400 either. No. 
No, well, that's his proposal. Uh, yesterday, he and Republicans met. The Republicans are proposing just 1,000 each. But yeah, the, the left, his base, Biden's base is uh, up in arms right now on, on social media as far as where's my 2,000. And even, you know, progressives uh, like podcast host Ryan Knight. I, I'm not real familiar with him, but we looked him up. It seems to be quite progressive. Yeah, his logo is the... Workers of the world unite, fist like the, raised in the, the air. Communist, communist fist. fist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a little pissed. He said two thousand dollars is not fourteen hundred. So Joe Biden is either a liar or yes. really bad at math. Both. I'm going with liar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Biden lied, and the whole government lied. Wrote another uh, on Twitter. Don't say you're giving us two thousand dollar checks when you're really giving us fourteen hundred dollar checks. That's just cold, bruh. 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 <laughs> Is that did Martin tweet that out? Bruh. I see you in there, Martin. You tweeted Joe Biden, didn't you? Uh, that's just cold, bruh. <laughs> Nobody should be surprised that Biden lied about two thousand dollar checks. He lied the entire primary, but liberals were too busy chanting Trump bad to even care that they were nominating a pathological liar. Oh, wow. Look at this. He's got a list. Love that. He lied about the bankruptcy bill, Social Security, Hyde Amendment, Medicare for All, ban on fracking, his voting record, and nine super PACs. Well, and a lot more than that. Yeah. But that's a nice start. There's seven big lies that he told. Yeah, where's our uh, cancer cure, by the way? It, oh, that's coming. Like the president, that's coming. We're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Oh, now, that should be kind of a priority, That's I would a think. That's a pretty right? big promise. Pretty big. Liar. Pat Gray returns. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. A little chunk of uh, Groundhog Day, which uh, we started the show with, because it is, in fact, Groundhog Day. And that got me to thinking, wow, that was 1993. That was 28 years ago. So we were discussing the perspective we have now when we look back on how bad things we thought uh, were back in 1993 under Bill Clinton. (laughs) Uh, Maybe the good news is the 28 years from now, you know, when Joe Stalin III is president of the United States, (laughs) we'll... We'll look back and think, remember how bad we thought it was under Biden? Wow, those were good times. Those were good times. If if we are looking back to now as good times, I don't want to see 28 years from now. No, that would not be good. Not good. Uh, But our our current uh, White House press secretary making things really good, She's Mm. her press conferences are fantastic. Yeah. On the American Rescue Plan, this letter was signed by over 400 mayors. I know there's a lot going on, so just wanted to highlight it for all of you. you. Uh, And West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, also a Republican, said in interviews today that he agrees that going big in this moment is critical. And last thing I just want to do before we get to your questions, um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint Mm. conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. But uh, Hurricane Maria funds, uh, which was a question that was asked last week, uh, the president has made clear... Okay. I, why would that disappoint right. conservative Twitter? We enjoy that. We're just going to yeah. add that to our montage. We think it's fun because you're an idiot for right. continually saying circle back as a crutch. It's getting under her skin. Right. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting space in her head right now, rent-free. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty awesome. So, 
Uh, and you know, that's only going to get worse as time goes on and we continue to mock her because she's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we've already realized Jen Psaki's not good. She's done this before, too, because she was the White House, no, not the White House, the State Department spokesperson yeah. under Obama for a while. And she was terrible then. Yeah, she used to always um, go head to head battling with this one guy who was that reporter who would always. That's right. Call her out, and she was always yes, taking I, it personally. The guy and, in the front row, and yeah. it pissed her off. Right? How dare you challenge She's me? Not up for that role. No way. No way. And now, Biden's communications team is asking reporters for their questions in advance. Oh, uh, didn't oh, Kaylee oh. McEnany do that? And it was like the end of the world to these people. Wait, she did. Did oh. she do it? Oh no, I I thought that. No, I don't think so. I, I, what was the big thing with, with uh, because we've gone through this before with reporters being asked uh, to submit their questions in advance, and hmm. depending on who's I in office, yeah. it pisses them off. But I was thinking that if if she did make that request, you know, yes, that, that it'd be the end of the world. Yes. It would be like, oh my gosh, freedom of the press. What do you mean you need to know ahead of time? Are you are you trying to censor us? Come on, so. I don't Crazy. think she did that, but I'll check that. Uh, the Daily Beast, according to the Daily Beast, President Biden's communications team has asked reporters what questions they plan to ask. Wow! Because obviously, Saki is uh, I, she's starting to become sensitive about being mocked on this circle back thing, and so they're going to try to figure out the answers to these hard questions in advance if they're asked any. I mean, this is amazing. The Daily Beast referenced three sources with knowledge of the matter, mm. as well as written communications reviewed by the Daily Beast, who intimidated that uh, intimated intimated that the Biden communications team had made the approaches to reporters. Yeah, because they can't handle it. They can't handle it, and they're being treated with kid gloves right now, uh, and they can't handle it. What would it be like if somebody asked them really tough questions? Mm. Amazing. Uh, got some. Tweets here as well. Pete Finnegan tweets, uh, they, they're going to be there at Gobbler's Knob. So who is going to be there? Yeah, the so, yeah, the, it was a little misleading what I had heard earlier today. No but, crowd, uh, though. No crowd. Okay. But, yeah, the, the guys with the top hats and the goofy <clears> smiles <throat> on their face. And, and it's already happened because yeah. we're an hour behind Eastern time. Uh, and Phil... Did see a shadow. Saw a shadow, yeah. Six more weeks of winter. Well, that's really a tough prediction to make while, tough you know, one. it's snowing as you're holding Phil up for the non-existent yes. crowd there. <laughs> yeah, they got up to 30-some inches in some cities. Oh, wow. Uh, in the Northeast. I Did New York get, I think I saw 18 inches. Is that right? Yeah. I. They got a lot. How many? 18! Thank you. I, I was looking at the snowfall map, and the highest number I saw this morning was 18 uh, and it was close to NYC. So yeah. Okay. Devin Crossley tweets, uh, why doesn't Jeffy go out and tell us if he sees his shadow? Then we'll know if we have 18 more weeks. Okay. That's not <laughs> playing winter. fair. What are the odds that he doesn't <laughs> see his shadow? Uh, from Jack's Dad 05, 4.2 executive orders signed every day. Is Sleepy Joe too tired to finish signing the fifth one? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, there's an executive order out there somewhere with a signature, and it's just like this starts nah, to J O, and then just or a line where his head hit the table. <laughs> From Mata 1971, 
You better give me my pennies. That's just my two cents. Ah, ah yes. Uh, yeah. That's good. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, Mr. Fauci to me, he is not a doctor. He's a politician. Mm. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But get used to it because he's, he's going to be doing this as long as we have to deal with this stupid virus. Mm-hmm. And who knows, who knows how long that's going to be. As long as it serves their purpose of more control over yeah. your life and your ability to choose and make personal decisions about your freedom. Well, because your your personal decisions affect everybody around you, Keith. Oh, well. That's what that's what they're going to say to us. You know how they don't? Let's not forget. If people want to stay home, then it <laughs> then they doesn't can. matter what the heck I do because you'll never know. Yeah. So Okay. We get to the point where it's incumbent upon me to look out for you. Stay home if you if you're terrified. Wear a mask if you're concerned. Well, it's that whole thing that we've said a million times. Protect the most vulnerable among us. Encourage them to stay home because they they should be the ones not you know getting out and being around people. And then the rest of us go about our business. Yeah, yeah. that's what we should be yeah. doing right you now. You know, you know who stays home? My 95 year old grandmother. She's not mm-hmm. in Walmart going up to people asking where their masks are. She's staying home away from possible infection. She's not going to concerts. Uh, she used to. Rave I, parties? Every, like every other weekend. It's like, Nana, I yeah. got it. I heard Nana was a big raver. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And but so she's the, curtailed that a little bit? Yeah, because back. the pandemic has uh, really affected her social yeah, life. It's prudent, though. It's yeah, prudent. But, you know, she loves the parties. Yeah. She likes to party. She likes to get down. She likes to boogie, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, that's really, that's where I have to stop. I don't know. Yeah, you forgot you know I mean? the rest yeah, of the okay. song. So. All right, cool. Yeah, but yeah. so, yeah, so Nana obviously <laughs> playing it smart now because she doesn't want to risk being exposed to the virus. And that's how it works. Yeah. Look, look out for yourself. I know it's a novel concept in the year 2021, but that's kind of how this country was built. People looking out for their own interests. Stop worrying about me. I'll worry mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, to celebrate Black History Month, uh, we've got this half-black conservative. That's her Tell name. What she calls that's herself. her handle, yeah. Yeah, that's what she calls herself. <laughs> uh, so don't get all up in our face. <laughs> uh, she has a message for all of us. We went to a bookstore. Look at Let's this. Let's take a look at the nonfiction section in Target. All right. First, we have me and white supremacy. Next up, how to fight racism. Then we have how to be an anti-racist. Following that, we have white fragility. Why it's so hard for white people to talk about race. Then we have, so you want to talk about race? And I could go on, but we'll end with black dignity in a world made for whiteness. And just before we go, let's take a look at the children's section with hits like All Because You Matter and Anti-Racist Baby. So let me make this clear. You are being brainwashed and manipulated. I don't oh, care yeah. who you are. People of color, you are being brainwashed into thinking that you are a victim and that you are hated and then manipulated into using your voice, your vote, and your time to support people who do not share your interests and frankly do not care about you. And white people, you are being brainwashed into feeling guilt that you should not feel, manipulated into closing your mouths and blamed for an issue that has been exaggerated beyond belief. Thank it you. is due time that we all wake Jeez. up. Uh, I, I just... I have a new best friend. Oh, wow. Really? And it, it's her. Okay. <laughs> that, is, 
that's so refreshing to hear, isn't it? It's so comforting to know that there are still people who have some common sense on this issue. Wow. Wow. Where's your white guilt, dude? Yeah, uh, I I don't have it because wow. I didn't I didn't do any of what they're trying hey. to pin on us. Hater. So, you know, I was taught that when you stereotype an entire group of people, <laughs> uh, that's racism, and uh, that seems to be what they're doing to us right now. And it just doesn't matter. They can do and say whatever they want about whitey, uh, about whether or not we're. Uh, legitimate, whether or not your success is legitimate. And of course it isn't. None of it is. None of your place in society is legitimate because you stole it from somebody else, right? Even if you worked your anus off your whole <laughs> life to get to where you are, doesn't matter. That's a rough way to live. Doesn't matter. Stan's anus. <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Brooker's founding flavors. When you talk about delicious ice cream, uh, you've got to try Brooker's Founding Flavors ice cream. I, I, I love it. It is my by far my favorite brand of ice cream now. It's made with the highest level of creaminess, highest quality ingredients. I'm talking real vanillas from around the world and really good chocolate. And you can go into their store, which is really cool, uh, in Utah. I need to do that. The experience is really fun because you walk into a colonial tavern from 1776 with period decor, and I think we showed the we showed the photo of somebody <laughs> in the stocks. That's right. Yeah. Uh, one of our one of our listeners that went and experienced it. Yeah, this ice cream is just phenomenal, and I'm so grateful that they are constantly sending it to us here at the studio. And you don't have to go to Utah to experience it; they'll oh. send it right to your doorstep. Uh huh. Fantastic! Mm. It is so good. Uh, again, you know the normal everyday run-of-the-mill ice cream. There's there's a photo of, uh, of one of our listeners in the stocks, <laughs> but the normal run-of-the-mill grocer's freezer ice cream is about eight percent, I think, butterfat, mm-hmm. eight to ten, and then if you want premium, it's about twelve percent butterfat. Super premium starts at fourteen percent. This is sixteen percent plus, so it is super ultra mega Doppler. Uh, premium ice cream. Uh, check out their website. They got a, a ton of amazing flavors, including the new Marie Antoinette Let Them Eat Red Velvet Cake uh, flavor for Valentine's Day. Go to brookersicecream.com, B-R-O-O-K-E-R-S, icecream.com. Click on the Ship Nationwide tab, brookersicecream.com, and click on that Ship Nationwide tab. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Can you believe how many places there are? And maybe maybe I haven't been paying attention, but there are a bunch of states and a bunch of uh, people in those states. California, uh, Wyoming, uh, is it New Hampshire? Tr- talking about secession. Mm. It's People are serious about it. Now, that used to be... When you talk secession, you'd you'd be talking about somebody in Texas, <laughs> because <laughs> Texas is one. Pe- some people in Texas have wanted to secede since they got into the union. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to help do my part in getting uh, Texit to trend. Ah, uh, Texit. Yeah. Now I did not come up with that, but it's good though. Yeah, it's T E X I T. Uh huh. Much like Brexit. Yes. So. 
Let's get that trending, y'all. <laughs> uh, so The Hill tweeted out, there's a group in uh, Colorado County seeking secession from uh, Colorado to join Wyoming. Mm. Do we have that uh, photo? <laughs> so they've carved out just Oh, that. look at that. Wyoming will get a panhandle yeah. dipping down into Colorado. Just that little piece of Colorado would yeah. join Wyoming. Yeah, because you wouldn't want Nebraska to get the, that county, Weld County, Colorado, because then it would just look like Nebraska has a big buck tooth hanging down into Colorado. Oh, yeah, it would. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's been a long history of movements, some more serious than others. I should have bought this book. It was in some museum store once. And, I mean, it, it was a thick book mm-hmm. with maybe a couple pages for each movement that's happened over the last 200-plus years. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like the turbulence that we're experiencing as a nation, these feel more real now. They really do. <laughs> yeah, they really do. The effort to split California into five states is is real as well. I mean, those people are serious. Why? Because it gives them five times the power in Congress. If you have, you go, you, you're going to have. Well, they already they already have two senators. Right. So if you add. Eight more, you'd add eight more. Right. And, and who are probably liberals. Probably, yeah. Unless maybe, maybe there's a, there's some red pockets there, you know, quite a bit of red. Maybe, some. maybe, maybe you get one conservative state out of the deal, but maybe. either way, you're going to end up with more liberals than conservatives now in the Senate. Yeah. Now, it's interesting because uh, it used to be believed, and probably still is in some quarters, that Texas had a right. To secede if they wanted to, that that was the agreement with the United States when they joined the Union. That's not true, but we do have the right to break into five different states mm-hmm. if we so choose, uh, which I wouldn't even want to see us do that. But if California did it, we should do the same thing yeah. and break up into five different conservative states. Seriously, if that, you're right, domino effect there. Should do Just it. Just make sure that I'm not in the state that has Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dallas. Or inner city uh anywhere or probably el paso because, yeah, yeah i don't want that it's, get, it's getting close in texas <laughs> now it's getting close i don't even want fort worth uh meanwhile <laughs> we've got this we've got this talk well fort worth is a pit i mean it's the just roads i swear roads. the roads in lebanon are yes. probably smoother than fort worth yes that town <laughs> i let me tell you i i know that this is a national international show mm-hmm. but let me just vent for a second Fort Worth mm-hmm. builds apartments literally all around the edges of their city limits so that all the towns that surround Fort Worth have to deal with the infrastructure issues and the traffic concerns and the nightmares mm-hmm. that come from the surge of population there. And the roads are constantly going two miles an hour, if that. And those are on roads mm-hmm. that aren't even paved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate you, Fort Worth. And speaking all of this, there is... Uh, a, a really strong movement right now to make uh, the District of Columbia a state. Oh, that's what we need. Yeah. Our 51st state district. Of, I wonder if that helps Democrats. Huh. <laughs> I wonder. No, okay. No, no, no. certainly okay. not. I love won't 
That's right, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. I don't know why they picked such a hideous song to start that uh, whole sequence in the movie. Uh, hideous. The hideous. Hideous. You, are you a big Sonny and Cher fan? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Am I? You have everything they ever did? Uh, yes. Okay. I, of course, do. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you've got questionable taste in music then. Yeah. Oh, that's, Let's just put it that that's way. That's true. But they made that song iconic even more so. Yeah, they did. Triple <laughs> uh, Also, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where we've got a bunch of uh, tweets that have come in. Uh, this from Tobin for Pope. <laughs> Can we split South Dakota into 20 different states and make uh, Christy Nome empress of all of them? I like yes. that plan. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say <laughs> yes. Uh, God, Guns, and Coffee tweets, if California breaks into five, Texas should break into 20. Yep. Well, we'd have to to combat that. The D.C. statehoods. Uh, Puerto Rican statehood. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Democrats jam both of those through. Um, they are not being shy. No, they're not. And, and Chuck Schumer even said that uh, Biden can do an executive order to to write off fifty thousand bucks in student loan debt. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Okay, it's wow. a, getting a little ridiculous at this point. Wow. Well, he. What do we need Congress for? They should right, all go it, home, right? Just go home. Why do you care how many senators and congressmen there are? Doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't need them. Makes no never mind. If Joe Biden's just going to sign everything he wants into law. Makes no never mind. <clears throat> uh, got this from Lynn. Lynn tweets, if Biden comes out of the White House and sees his shadow, six more weeks to wait for the stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, B. DeBodine, maybe the White House should hire Psychic Nikki as their press secretary, so she'll know uh, the questions before they're asked. <clears throat> Cutting like out it. the need to circle back. There we go. <laughs> I like it. From Stinky Biscuit, uh, whenever I'm asked if I, if I want to round up, I ask them if they'd like to round down, and they immediately have change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's great. Would you like to round up? No, why don't you? Oh, yeah. Why don't you round down? That's that guilty thing where they're like, do you want to donate to a children's charity? Round up to, you know, to save kids? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I'm a heartless bastard. Uh-huh. And now you're going to have to come to terms with that as I walk out of here. You know where, what's really smart is to give charitable do- donations to your grocery store clerk. That, that way, you know exactly where that money is going. <laughs> right? I mean, I have no idea when they say what whatever charity they're trying to collect for. I don't have any idea of how efficient you are, right. where that's going, what you're doing with it. Think about I that. I hate that grocery store uh, charity thing because because of all the unknowns. I don't know about in your town, but grocery stores don't even <laughs> bag your groceries for you anymore. Yeah. And yet you want me to give you more money to get out of here? Mm-hmm. Bag mm-hmm. my groceries. Uh, would you like to... Uh, donate to uh, children with no eyelids uh, today? No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, Give them a blindfold so they can (laughs) sleep, okay? (laughs) The blindfold will double as eyelids. How about this? I'll give to the blindfold fund. Yeah. But that's... that's But 
but not the children without eyelids. Yeah, so fun. you got grocery stores wanting to raise money for kids, and uh-huh. you got like uh, Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops want me to give to some wildlife fund. Everybody's no. got a niche. How about you just take the money mm-hmm. that I owe you for this product and let me leave? <laughs> Period. And if you want to donate it, that's your business. Go ahead. Right. right. Obviously, why don't you? You know what? Tell you what, Cabela's. Irritating. Why don't you call main event? Have them send my penny over. <laughs> Uh, from Viking writer, oh no, Biden saw his shadow. Six more, six more weeks of executive orders. <clears throat> yeah, followed by another three and a half years <laughs> of them. Yeah. Uh, so was President Biden at Gobbler's Knob today? Did he make it over there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess the officials are there, but they're not allowing any any crowd. Yeah, you really have to have a <clears throat> VIP badge to get in uh, to that big event today. And that hurts when you can't make your annual right. gobbler's knob pilgrimage. Uh, it's it's tough. Is it, is it time to update that name? Gobbler's knob. Gobbler's knob. No, I love it. Okay, I think it should stay. <laughs> By the way, young people, for some reason, according to this new survey, think <laughs> Joe Biden is going to lead the United States out of the reception or out of the recession. Uh, they're confident about it. More than four out of five believe. Uh, that's four out of five between the ages of 18 and 41, say they think the Biden administration will do a good job of handling the economic recession. The same survey found that Rosie assessment fell off sharply among older voters. Yeah, because they know better. They know better. They were evenly split over whether Biden can steer us out of it. Uh, Unsurprisingly, the biggest point of departure fell along party lines. 90% Three percent of Democrats said Biden's doing a good job. Uh, hey, people, have you picked up a newspaper or uh, gone to an internet website that shows you what he's been doing? Uh, the sentiment was shared by sixty-two percent of independents and just thirty percent of Republicans. I find it hard to believe thirty percent of Republicans said he's doing a good job. Seriously, how can that possibly be? Wow. And then the N1 James, I know I promised uh, 2,000, but there's a coin shortage, so we're only going to do 1,400. So, there you go. <laughs> well played. That's, uh, that's why you couldn't make it happen. Hmm. And that makes sense. Now, there's a, uh, there's a gun store in Missouri that's taking some action to fight back a little bit. They uh, put up a sign recently that says, we don't have... Guns or ammo for Biden supporters. Oh. Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now finding someone that would admit that they voted for Biden, that's going to be your trick there. Yeah, uh, I think there was a lot of really offended left-wing nuts, and so they took to uh, Twitter to express their displeasure. So when you go to bankruptcy court, you're going to tell the judge, I went out of business due to being overly bitter? Then there's this. Good to know I'll take my money somewhere else. Well, yeah, that's what he's suggesting, uh, thus the sign. None of these people tweeting would ever step foot into that store anyway. I know. That's that's absolutely right. Love it that you've decided to show us what uh, the expression shooting yourself in the foot actually looks like. Thanks. And one guy who lives about a half hour from the store had this to say. I had a few grand to spend on a small backup to my Springfield XD and some other gear and ammo. 
good to know you don't want my money because I don't want a fake billionaire reality TV star as my president. Eh, shut up. <laughs> like this guy really was going to go spend a couple thousand dollars at this guy's store. Uh, unlikely, I would say. Completely unlikely. And uh, we've got <clears throat> California, who is considering new uh, school curriculum. The state's proposed new eth- ethnic studies curriculum uh, is probably even worse than you might imagine at first glance. The new curriculum, which will eventually be uh, promulgated throughout the California school system of 6 million children, and then what happens is that it also is then usually distributed throughout the rest of the country because it starts in California, winds up everywhere. But this new curriculum would critique empire and its relationship to white supremacy, racism, patriarchy, cis-heteropatriarchy. <laughs> what? Cis-heteropatriarchy? I don't even know. I'm not even You ever heard of that up. before? No. Do I dare Google this? Well, cis-hetero. Cisgender is like you're just the gender that you were born with. Uh, hetero, <clears throat> obviously you're heterosexual. And then uh, patriarchy is, you know, is run by men. So that's everything they hate in one word, I guess. So so people sit around bitter about made-up crap mm-hmm. and come up with mm-hmm. words and definitions for them. So they're going to try to make our children uh, hate everything they do as well. So this would critique empire and its relationship to white supremacy, racism, patriarchy, cis-heteropatriarchy, capitalism, ableism, <laughs> and other forms of power and oppression. Stop. It would build new possibilities for post-imperial life that promotes collective narratives of transformative resistance. What a bunch of BS this is. Uh, seriously. Capitalism was classified as a form of power and oppression. Can you... Can you believe this? And this is going to be polluting the minds of our of our kids in California. When is the last time Jeez. America flexed its imperial muscle? Maybe the Spanish American War. You know, eighteen ninety eight. Seriously, uh-huh. when's the last time we marched into a place where we're like, all right, we're taking you over? Right. And yet, that's what they claim that we're imperialist. Uh, capitalism was classified. <clears throat> as a form of power and oppression, all and although classism, homophobia, Islamophobia, and transphobia were also listed as forms of oppression, anti-Semitism was not. Jewish Americans weren't even mentioned as a minority group. Oh, boy. Isn't that great? So they're going to teach you to hate being white and uh, to hate capitalism. And by omission, Jews. <sighs> yes, Right. Which, in a world where anti-Semitism is clearly on the rapid rise, you might want to educate people about something that happened in the middle of the last century. But no, no, no. No. uh -uh. Let's make sure we talk about the... uh, Ableism. Which is... What? Uh, (laughs) I don't even even really know what ableism is. Except that uh, that's what they would claim... Um, the Jeopardy host. Remember the tweet he did? Oh, Ken oh, Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Jennings tweeted out. Oh no! 
like nine years ago or something. Right. I think it was Jeffy had his account. I think Jeffy was <laughs> logged into Ken Jennings' account. And what did he? Freak? And he was just kind of making a joke. And he said, there's nothing more sad than a hot person in a wheelchair. <laughs> now that's ableism, I guess. <laughs> I, thinking that there's anything wrong with being in a wheelchair. Because goodness knows, nobody would mind uh, you know, being consigned <sighs> to a wheelchair for the rest of your life. What a world. Ableism. Ableism. There are really stretching. To- which, which tells you, boy, things must be really <clears throat> awesome in this country if we have people that sit around coming up with stuff like this to complain about. Yep. <laughs> That's a pretty good assessment of it. But it, that, you know, that is where we are, sadly. Cis hetero patriarchy <laughs> is taking over our country. Cis hetero. Shut up patriarchy seriously okay uh let me tell you about rough greens vitamins and minerals and oxidants uh, antioxidants in this um supplement to dog food just some of what you're going to get when you pick up a bag of rough greens for your dog uh most dog food as you probably know by now the dry kibble stuff that you put in their bowl every day that's all dead food they sterilize it so that it lasts a really long time on the shelf so your dog's not getting any nutrition from it rough greens isn't a dog food it's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food they love the taste i mean they really get after it and it's incredibly good for them when i started giving uh rough greens uh to my dog she uh I think decided, wow, I'm not going to eat anything else but this. Unless this is on top of my dog food, I'm not going to touch it. (laughs) And ever since then, she hasn't. If there's no rough greens on it, she'll just walk away from the bowl. (laughs) But she'll eat it in one sitting if you put the rough greens on it. So she absolutely loves it. And it's made her puppy-like again. Get the Rough Greens Jumpstart bag today for just $14.95. Start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. If you want to see your dog thrive again, it's roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, The incredible genius of the Biden administration continues today. (laughs) It's expected that Biden is going to sign another executive order. Whoa, who could have seen that? Right? He's only done 42 so far. You're going to do another one? Huh. Interesting. Weird. Uh, So this particular executive order will set up a task force designed to reunite families separated at the U.S. southern border during the Trump, the evil, evil Trump administration. Um. According to a senior administration official quoted by the Washington Post, the Biden task force will work across the U.S. government with key stakeholders and representatives of impacted families and with partners across the hemisphere to find parents and children separated by the Trump administration, the evil, evil Trump administration. Uh, We don't know yet how they're going to reunite the children with their parents, however, and they act as if the Trump administration didn't do any of this. <laughs> what you, you're leaving out is that the Trump administration did try to reunite the, the kids with their parents. And in many cases, the parents had already gone back to wherever they came from, Honduras, Guatemala, Mexico. 
and when contacted and said, hey, uh, we've got your children here. How about we send them back to you? They were turned down <laughs> often. Why? Because they don't want to be reunited in Guatemala or Honduras or Mexico with their kids. They want their kids and them to be reunited in the United States of America. Despite the fact that they tried to come here illegally. Uh, so if, you, if you're not going to send them back to us, then the, the parents, then what are you going to do with them? You got to find somebody in the United States to place them with? Or what, what exactly do you do? And when people show up and claim to, to be related to them, but can't prove they're related to them, what are you supposed to do? They could be coyotes. They could be sex traffickers. You have no idea. A lot of the uh, separation came when the children were with adults, but those adults weren't their parents. And so officials became a little concerned that maybe they had ill intent for these kids, that maybe they were going to traffic in in the sex slave uh, situation. So So Donald Trump and his administration cared about these children. And making sure that they didn't end up right in this horrific sex trade or with someone that wasn't a relative. And for that, they hate children. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And can you imagine <clears throat> if they just sent them on their way with anybody who showed up asking for them? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Wow. I mean, what a mess that would be. Uh, it just shows either dishonesty or a complete ignorance in what is happening in the real world with illegal immigration like this. And who these, I mean, there are some really bad actors that are bringing people across the border. And they're doing it for $7,000 per person. And they're paid by who knows who. Uh, drug cartels, in many cases. Um, and they've got bad intent with them. They're going to turn them into mules people who fer- who ferry drugs back and forth across the border, or again, uh, the sex trafficking industry. You just you don't know what you're dealing with here. And it's just so irresponsible of these Democrats to keep harping on this as if uh, the Trump administration really wanted bad things to happen to these kids. It's just incredible. Got some tweets here. Um from America's discarded giblet tissue? (laughs) I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if the IRS will let me round down. Oh, Oh, yeah, like the main event did to to Keith. We should try that. Sure, that should be fine. That will be fun (laughs) filing taxes. Can I round down to the nearest thousand, please? (laughs) From Rowdy Introvert, what the survey tells me is that the survey that says uh, 18 to 41-year-olds, four out of five of them, uh, think uh, that Biden can lead us out of this recession. What the survey tells me is that four out of five young people don't understand what the words lead or recession mean. Good point. Wait, is that what that survey said? Was young people, 18 to 45? 18 to 41, yeah. Oh, it's 41? Mm. Yeah, were you hoping to be classified young? Sure was. Yeah, didn't work out for you, though. Sorry, sorry, Keith. It's too bad. You're now officially old. Yeah, I feel like it. From uh, Mother Fessler. 
Look at this picture. Uh, there were cardboard cutouts at uh, Gobbler's Knob. Seriously, I actually watched it live. I think sound was piped in for fan background, and and there's some Wait, of the cardboard. Was there, were there six people? Six fake people there? They couldn't even <laughs> get you to. That, what? That's the only crowd you could round up there for them? Wow, that's uh, Gobbler's Knob. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. Wow. Yeah, if you missed it, uh, Punxsutawney Phil did see a shadow. Six more weeks of winter. Uh, I mean, seriously. Like, that's a surprise. When do you think they decide? Do you think do you think the guy wakes up that morning, the, the guy that gets to talk to him? Which, by the way, the sound was down, but it looked like Phil was actually talking. He's just moving his little groundhog lips. And uh, it was really creepy, actually, because they were like face to face and they're mm-hmm. talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when do you think the, the dude in the top hat decides it's going to be winter or spring? Like that morning or maybe, you know, like a week before? I don't know. I don't know. Do they just flip a coin? Oh, could be that. Mm-hmm. Could be that. See, I don't know. I, I always thought when I was a kid, I always thought they let the groundhog out and if he runs back in... It's winter. If he stays out and plays and hangs with the crowd there at Gobbler's Nub, then it's springtime. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just some freak of nature dude in a top hat and a long coat. Who just makes up the whole thing. Makes it up right there on the spot, apparently. Yeah. That is a weird tradition. It really weird. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's not accurate either. I don't, right? I don't know if you're aware we of that. We should actually... How, I'm, I'm Googling right now. How accurate is the groundhog? It's a stinking hoax. And do we know if Bill de Blasio has dropped uh, a groundhog today in his fair city? Oh, and he killed that poor thing, too. Poor thing. My killed gosh. that poor thing. <laughs> uh, wow. That's Thanks for bringing that up. That has just ruined my day, thinking of that poor I groundhog do. hitting the floor. Just, I do apologize for that. That's crazy. He sad. had a Twitter account for a while looking for justice. The but, uh, oh, Really? The groundhog? They yeah. got injured? Justice for... <laughs> Whatever, whatever his name was. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try to find out. Anyway. And by the way, groundhogs aren't meteorologists. They, no, no, no. They've they've not gone to school at all. They haven't studied the craft at all. How do you know? I just know. I, there are some things I just know. Could be, and one. that's one of them. He might have Wi-Fi in his little <laughs> groundhog cave there and takes <laughs> online courses. No, that's not what happens. No, okay. no. Uh-uh. All right, I love because this. underground you can't get good reception on the internet anyway. So, listen to this: mm-hmm. the inner circle, in keeping with the suspension of disbelief, claims a 100% accuracy rate for Punxsutawney Phil. What? An approximately 80% accuracy rate in recorded predictions, claiming in turn that whenever the prediction is wrong, the person in charge translating the message must have made a mistake in the interpretation. Okay. <laughs> so the groundhog's always right. Right. All right. Unleashed. Good morning, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. Oh wait. Yeah. That time I was re- <laughs> that time I was ready to shout it out, man. Yeah. You're a little late. Okay. And then you're late. Okay. Uh all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of Groundhog Day, you know how how long have you ever read about uh how long people have estimated Bill Murray was in that reality? where he repeated the same day over and over and over and then became so talented and skilled at so many different things. How long would it take to do that? Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Years. 34 years. Oh. oh. You think of all the things yeah. that he learned 
how to become, you know, he was very proficient on the piano, for instance. Oh, yep. uh, learned how to speak fluent French. Oh, yeah. Uh, changed tires with people sitting in the car uh, really fast. Um, he, let's see, what I, else? I'm not learning that trait. He actually became a doctor of sorts, apparently, because he fixed the guy's back, uh, gave him the Heimlich maneuver, saved his life. I mean, so many things. So. And to become proficient and to memorize all the things he memorized, like the security guards in the Brinks truck that were yeah. delivering money to the bank, it, it would take a long time to so do all that So effectively, he did become a god, little G. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> As he said early Essentially, on. Essentially, he did, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, housekeeping, they have uh, an impartial <clears throat> estimate of the accuracy of Punxsutawney Phil oh. at Gobbler's Knob. Is that he's okay. right about thirty-five to forty percent of the time? Oh, I, pff, I think that's a stretch too. Yeah, thirty-five to forty percent. Yeah, because the gobbler's knob people claim he's one hundred percent accurate. Okay, and, and when he's wrong, gotcha. The the top hat guy just interpreted incorrectly. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's uh, like grown men do this. That's sad. All right, let's talk to Phil. This must be a pretty great country, though, when you got time to even do that. Right, right. Please. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, all right. Chicago Alderman creating safe spaces now in Chicago to pump gas because they have such a spike in carjackings that uh, they've decided they need extra, uh, extra law enforcement in the area, like a they're going to post them at gas pumps. If it's you, unbelievable. If you need a microcosm example of how bad off Chicago is, yeah. boom, this story. My goodness. It's crazy. Chicago's spike in carjacking has some residents so rattled that aldermen are working with private security to make sure the residents can pump gas without losing their car or their life. Oh. Southside Alderman Stephanie Coleman said one of her residents was carjacked at a gas station on Christmas Day, which inspired the idea to hire local security to provide a safe space to fill up because people are afraid to get gas. No matter what time of day it is, they get carjacked. In broad daylight, it's happening. Yeah, on Christmas even. Now how much do you want to live in Chicago? (laughs) Murder rates up like, I don't know, 50% or something year to year. Uh, and the carjackings are up by, let's see, they rose just 135%, that's all. I mean, we're cherry-picking stats here, obviously. Yeah. Beyond the I mean, carjackings in broad daylight on Christmas Day, the quality of life in Chicago is... It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> carjackings rose 135%. Wow. That's a uh, that, that's a lot. Seems high. That seems like too much. A top police official said last week there have been at least 166 carjackings in Chicago this year. What was that number again? 166 in one month. <laughs> is that too many? Do you think is maybe? I mean, that's not every car in Chicago has been carjacked. <laughs> So we found the one thing that's outpacing the Joe Biden executive order rate, right? <laughs> Carjackings in Chicago. Mm. Well, I mean, what do you want? Perfection where you live? Come on. Again. How many times have you been carjacked? I mean, <laughs> 8, 9, 12, whatever the figure is. I mean, every utopia has a blemish. Sure. We found Chicago's. <laughs> well, that and the shootings, you know. Oh, okay, well. And then you got the downside of the 
frigid cold winters. Well, I mean, then the in the in the summer the heat and humidity melt your face. Uh, <laughs> then you got oh the wonderful mayor. Uh, right. Lori Lightfoot, okay, who is just so a joy and a delight. Again, you're cherry picking <laughs> stats here. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's something that's a little bit chilling. The head of the EU, the European Union, uh, was discussing our future. Oh, uh, and see if you if you find this a little. A little chilling. This is we Ursula von der Leyen. About the links between biodiversity loss and Uh-oh. COVID. Uh-oh. And COVID. Now we must move to action. Oh, it is go. why we will protect at mm. least 30% of land and sea here in Europe. Mm. We are ready to broker the same ambition at global level no. at the next UN Biodiversity Summit in Kunming. No. A year ago at Davos, we talked also intensively about digitalization. Jawohl. The business model. Of online platforms yes. has an impact, mm-hmm. and not only on free and fair competition, <laughs> but also on our democracies, our security, mm-hmm. and on the quality of our information. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that is why we mm. need to contain this immense power uh. of the big digital companies. Right. We want it clearly laid down that internet companies mm-hmm. take responsibility for the manner in which they disseminate, promote, and remove content. Mm-hmm. The challenges to our democracy. Mm-hmm. The pandemic, yeah. climate change. Climate change, yeah, definitely. Cl- in change. his inauguration speech, yeah. President Joe Biden so aptly spoke of a cascade of crises. Mm. And indeed... And we face an outstanding set of challenges. Mm-hmm. But we can meet them if we work together. No. And that's what we all have to learn again after four long years. Oh, shut up, you. That it is not a sign of weakness to reach out and help each other, but a signal of strength. Mm. The point is yeah, get to it. that it is only by working together across borders and across sectors mm-hmm. That we can tackle our global challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. One world government. That's what is needed here. It's a little creepy hearing all of that in a German accent, isn't right. it? If you got those things to say, creepy. just yeah. hand it off to someone. That find has somebody else. Any other accent. <laughs> anyone will do. Oh, boy. And what she is saying there is, you know, we need some sort of global uh, agency. To control all of this stuff, to take care of all of this stuff. Uh, no. <laughs> and we have a willing no. partner, we believe, in Joe Biden. And I believe they do, too. Yeah. Sure. So, wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we're we're getting rid of oil, of course, and uh, that's an important step that the Biden administration is taking. And, you know, the EU agrees with him on that as well. It's about time. We're just all going to finally give up oil dependency. I'm sick of what's, oil. What's oil ever done for us, anyway? <laughs> what, is there any need for it? Right. There's enough electric cars. We could all switch over yep. without much problem at all. Same. And then if you just stop drilling for oil. Then we'll be good. Sure, you might lose a couple of products. You know, like, what? I don't know, solvents, ink, upholstery. Who needs upholstery? <laughs> uh, bubble gum. 
Okay. I would never have guessed. There's hold on, hold on a second. There's petroleum in bubble gum. All right, then I don't want bubble gum. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dresses, cassettes, motorcycle helmets, uh, CD players, curtains, vitamin capsules, dashboards, putty, percolators, skis, tool racks, mops, umbrellas, roofing, denture adhesives, speakers, tennis rackets, <laughs> nylon rope, water pipe, shampoo. All right, again with the guitar, cherry picking. Guitar strings, <laughs> antifreeze, clothes. We don't need clothes, no, do we? Who needs no, clothes? No, no, no. <laughs> Except for Wednesdays and Fridays, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> I mean, look at that list. That's we. It's too long and too big a list to list it to put it all in the screen at once. And there you go. Look at that. Tweet this out at Pat Unleashed because it's. And I think this 100? is only a partial list, right? You, you just never think of this. Mm-mm. You know, like Vaseline. Whoever thinks Vaseline... You, you know what the actual name of Vaseline is? Because that's the brand name. Mm-hmm. Petroleum jelly. <laughs> Petroleum is part of its name. I can see why they marketed that a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the only thing on this that you would you would kind of say, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Motor oil? Yeah, I thought I thought there was some oil in motor oil. Now, see, I never. You never thought of that. Never got there. Soap, shoes, footballs, hmm. detergents, tents, telephones, cameras, bandages, hair curlers, drinking cups, ammonia, <laughs> toothpaste. Wow, toothpaste, drinking cups. I mean, there's a lot of wow. stuff that. Uh, Goes into the mouth here, and mm-hmm. it came right out of the ground. We're eating a lot of stinking petroleum. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Toilet seats? We don't need toilets, do we? <laughs> I mean, you talk about the basic necessities of civilization, and petroleum is in all of it. Almost every single thing we use on a daily basis has some kind of petroleum in it. Mm-hmm. So it goes so far beyond gasoline... Uh, and natural gas, and all the things that are really super obvious, motor oil among them. Uh, but then you think of all the products that are made with it, and it's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely astounding. 888 also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. UC Riverside, uh, there's a UC Riverside professor that says heterosexuality is tragic it's a tragic concept that perpetuates misogyny funnels men into supporting toxic masculinity and it breaks up relationships (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) we need to stop being heterosexuals we need we need to stop it's just it's killing our society i think that's in the stack of executive orders joe biden's got (laughs) to get to still stop heterosexuality as soon as he gets his four-hour nap in Uh, Jane Ward, professor of gender and sexuality studies. Anytime you have a professor of ethnic studies, gender studies, you know it's going to be bad. Uh, And she's a self-described lesbian. Says that heterosexual relationships are inherently bad for people. And they're interpersonal relationships because they highlight inequality. How long have I been saying that, Keith? (laughs) Since I've known you. Yeah, yeah, from the beginning. You were ahead of the curve 20 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Stop with the hetero stuff, would you please? <laughs> uh, in, in an article she wrote in December, Ward argued that men and women don't actually like each other. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait. She feels sorry for straight people, especially straight women who typically report some of the lowest sexual satisfaction in his in society. <laughs> but she also feels sorry for straight men who are pigeonholed into toxic masculine culture that teaches them they both need and yet should also demean women. Now, I can't remember being taught to demean women. I don't, I don't remember that teaching. Oh, that's because you didn't meet Jeff until oh, right. recently. Or else you would have. That's true. <laughs> it really looks like straight men and women don't like each other very much, that women spend so much time complaining about men, and we still have so much evidence of misogyny. From an LGBTQQIA2 plus perspective, heterosexuality looks actually very tragic. You imagine saying this about homosexuality? Mm. If you were to say this about homosexuals, that it was tragic that uh, they actually don't like each other, that they're pathetic, uh, you'd be canceled. The cancel culture would cancel you. In a statement, uh, she also said that she wrote this new book because she loves straight couples. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's obvious. (laughs) And hopes to better educate them. I wrote this book because I love straight people and because the research on heterosexual marital satisfaction over the life course shows that straight couples are struggling to balance work and family obligations. And this leads to frustration and resentment for many straight women, in particular the straight women. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Remember when generalizing or stereotyping a certain segment of our society based on race or sexual preference was frowned upon. Do you remember that? I do. I yeah. Do. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Well, unless, unless what you're generalizing are heteros or white people, then that's fine. I mean, that's that's how I make it through a day by stereotyping heterosexual white people. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much stereotype everyone. Yeah. But top of that list is uh, whitey heteros. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I've, I've been well-conditioned by this society, Pat. I mean, will this ever end? When no. are we going to stand up and say, all right, stop it. Stop the discrimination. Again, uh, maybe we need to add white people to the discrimination list that we were talking about with uh, right-wing politics. Because there needs to be some protection here against discrimination for people of a certain political persuasion, meaning uh, anybody on the right, any conservative, and I think white people and heterosexuals need protection as well. This is unbelievable. Yeah, what was the every ca- day it gets worse? Yeah, what was the California education standards and all the protected minorities now? And they 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 left anti-Semitism off of that list. That was a glaring example yes. of something missing. Right, but yet it was. Uh, uh, what, what, what was it? Ableism was on there. Jeez. The, uh, the he- what was it? The cis-heteropatriarchy. <laughs> cis-heteropatriarchy. Where was speciesism? Was that not uh, They there? didn't mention that one, but that oh, was... That's in the updated version huh. that's going to be printed up later. Okay. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, this... This woman who... Oh, I'm sorry. I used the word woman. personal privilege? Yeah, go Whoa. ahead. Go ahead. Please do not use, use gendered, gendered language, language to, to address everyone. Ah, good point. Seriously. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, that reminds me, by the way, uh, I've decided that I I have new preferred pronouns uh, in oh. my life. I'm tired of he and him. Now I want her and she. But you have to say them together, like her, she, because I now identify as a candy bar, a milk chocolate candy bar. Hershey. Should, should we be updating your Twitter profile? <laughs> yes, we probably should. My preferred pronoun is her and she, but you say it together, so it's Hershey. Uh-huh. You know, like the candy bar. Like the candy bar. So I think that's really important to make that distinction. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. how stupid things are right now. It is getting so ridiculous that I might as well identify as a candy bar. Speaking of uh, <laughs> how awful masculinity is and white people are actress uh evan rachel wood says that her ex-fiance musician and actor marilyn manson horrifically abused and brainwashed her even grooming her as a teenager wood and manson began dating in 2007 when she was just 19 and he was 38 wow she says that Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner. <laughs> did you know that about Marilyn no, Manson? Uh, not, not presently. <laughs> I, I think I looked it up at some point. I did not know that his real name was Brian Warner. <laughs> but apparently he carried out heinous acts of abuse on her during their relationship. It's really terrible. Uh, in a Monday morning post, I- Instagram post yesterday, uh, Wood wrote, The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. Jeez. Uh, that's, that's awful. Uh, Manson told Spin Magazine in 2009, he often fantasized about smashing Wood's skull in with a sledgehammer. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's crazy. Uh, If this is true, it's pretty shocking, right? The guy who combined the names of Marilyn Monroe and uh, Charlie Manson, the serial killer psycho, uh, that guy might not be much of a gentleman. That that is shocking, isn't it? Marilyn Manson could be a bad guy. Could you see that coming? You can't see it coming. Uh, But apparently a whole (laughs) bunch of women are uh, jumping in and saying, well, me too. He apparently has abused uh, a lot of people. Uh, locked women in rooms when they're when he says they're being bad kept them away from certain friends or if he uh, or if I didn't stay away he would threaten to come after them wow the only thing shocking about this is that we're just finding out about it now that they're just talking about it now uh what a creepy what a creepy dude he is all right, 888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, considering a run for Texas governor. Did you see it? Did you read about that? Did you see the, the paper today? That is you see crazy, this, Kevin? Ugh. Please. He's mulling a run for Texas governor. Uh, he says Ted Cruz is guilty of sedition in the Capitol insurrection. Wow. Uh... And considering a 2022 gubernatorial run, setting a potential setting up a potential challenge against uh, incumbent 
Greg Gabbett, who people are pissed off at right now. Yeah. But I hope they're not pissed enough to vote for Beto O'Rourke no. over him. No, it could come down to um, Beto versus Blaze TV's own Chad Prather. Could come down who, to as that. As you know, is running for Texas governor. So, um, As a Republican or as an independent? What that's is a it? good question. Yeah. I don't know. Because are you going to take on Abbott in a primary? Mm. It's something I'm going to think about, O'Rourke said. Oh, please. Just whatever. He went on to uh, hit Abbott's handling of the coronavirus pandemic, accusing him of complete indifference to steps local leaders are taking to uh, save lives amid the health crisis. Mm. Uh, you know what that would do, though? Oh, no, it no, could, no, uh, please, honey. It no. could bring this back. And, uh, I mean, how valuable and wonderful would that be? So, I actually jumped around this song the other day. Like, the entirety. It goes on forever. Oh, really? It is. This is the good part. I'm not exaggerating. It turns into a cacophony of hell seriously Ser- oh seriously so there i mean you've heard the entire i jumped around is there and singing uh it was just i think it was like, like a jam session really it was so bad i don't even how can remember. you say that listen to this i mean that's the good part <laughs> that's i'm amazing. serious i will say I'll send you that link. All but right, now he could do. be his own opening act. You know, he could. Right. They have a band at these, you know, events, these campaign stops, and he could play the music. Him and Foss, <laughs> which was the name of his band, right? Yeah, Foss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Stuff. So uh, hopefully that won't come to fruition because I don't know. Things are so weird right now. Would you be surprised if Beto O'Rourke won? No, don't, don't. Speak it into existence, man. Oh, jeez. I'm going to South Dakota. This happens. Which is going to break into 20 states. Whatever. I'll pick uh, one. And Empress Nome. Christy Nome will be Christy Empress, Empress will of be. all of them. Uh, I thought Beto was supposed to be banning our guns right now through executive fiat. No, yeah, well, don't, don't remind him, please, because that's coming soon enough. By the way, uh, good luck with your hip surgery. Ah, uh, thank you. Which uh, Keith goes in for don't, tomorrow. Don't say it like that. Say, I tore a labrum kicking field oh, goal. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs>